Welcome to Straight Talk Wealth, heard every Sunday night at 5 p.m. with your experts in all aspects of wealth accumulation, preservation, and income planning guaranteed to last a lifetime. And now, your host of Straight Talk Wealth, Bruce Whitey, on AM870 KRLA. Hey, welcome to Straight Talk Wealth Radio. Hey, guys, uh, I'm going to get right to it today. I have some very, very, very insightful look underneath the headlines I want to do with you today. These are very, very interesting times that we live in. There is a Chinese proverb, may you live in interesting times. We certainly do today, and particularly when it comes to China, particularly when it comes to emerging markets, and particularly when it comes to the dichotomy in America. Now, I'm basing today's show on a set of two articles that appeared in the Wall Street Journal. And we're going to rerun this show because it's worth rerunning for a while. So if you're hearing this a little later than July, that's because this, this news will resonate for quite some time. Because on July 5th, the Wall Street Journal ran a set of two articles by John Hilsenrath, amongst some other people that contributed, but he was a contributor on both. And today's show is entitled Dismal Recovery equals happy days for Wall Street. Wait, wait a minute. Dismal recovery equals happy days for Wall Street? Because here's the two articles that ran in the Wall Street Journal side by side. Headline one, inside the disappointing comeback, which is about the fact that we have this comeback from a recession that just can't come back. And right next to it, right next to it in the Wall Street Journal is the article, Profits thrive in weak economy. So what is going on here? How is it that Wall Street and the stock market rises to the sky, yet every evidence sells, tells us we're having a very dismal recovery? Now, you're going to hear in today's show how the profits actually seem to be being made from outside the U.S. There are United States companies that have tapped into emerging markets. Now, I'm not an economist, and I'm, you know, frankly, I just get scared every time the stock market goes crazy, actually. I get scared at that before it goes down. I get scared when the real estate market goes crazy. I get scared when dot-coms go crazy because I know that I know that a bubble is probably the biggest threat to wealth for most Americans. And, and I'm going to talk about the solution to all of this. But, you know, we used to say that the stock market is your best long-term investment. That is a mantra by your stockbroker. But now it's not that the stock market, the stock market is your best short-term investment because all we seem to be getting is bubbles out of it. And frankly, it's a terrible long-term investment. Look at where we are today versus where we were 10 or 11 years ago, and we'll know further. We've had some great bubbles, and in those bubbles, short-term gains are there to be made. But if you've been in the stock market for 12, 13, 14 years, you haven't made anything. So I'm going to talk about the answer in a minute. We're going to look at that in detail on the show, and we're going to look at um, first the phenomenon, this dual-headed thing. I'm going to read you some articles. We're going to talk about why we're having a di- how could we be having a disappointing comeback, and yet profits are thriving. How could that be, and what does it mean? And then if it is tied to emerging markets, guess what? There's a huge, huge bubble in China. You may not know about it, but in the second half of the show, I'm going to play you an amazing audio from China that's going to take you in 
to a ghost metropolis. And you're going to find out that there are millions and millions of apartments that have been built in China and nobody's living in them. One, because they cost $100,000 to buy and the average Chinese citizen makes $6,000. They're complete speculation. And their real estate bubble will be much bigger than ours. So this is what scares me in the U.S. If profits are up because it's coming from emerging markets, but emerging markets have their own sign of a bubble, are we just in the next bubble? Are we just happy days are here again? So name of the show today, Dismal Recovery equals happy days for Wall Street? Question mark. Now, let's talk about what to do about this, and then let's further look into the issue. What I propose and what we're unique at Straight Talk Wealth Radio here is we deal with the second half of wealth. The first half is the accumulation period, when you are accumulating funds. And as I've said often before, we're not a fast money, quick, get-rich-quick show. This show is about preserving, preservation of what you've got and making what you've got last a lifetime. So if you're young and you're, you're looking for fast money and you're willing to take risks and you're willing to lose money that you made, you actually should go ahead and flip the dial here and listen to another show. But if you've accumulated wealth and you're 10 to 15 years from retirement or in retirement, you need to listen very closely to today's show because the name of that game is Preserving Wealth and, and distributing it and living on it and making sure that it's going to last a lifetime. And that is what I've specialized in at my office and tax-free benefit specialist in Glendale for the last dozen years is creating pension-like concepts for owners, officers, and key executives of corporations. And we began doing this heavily in 2008 as an alternative to the complete risk of total stock portfolios of people that were too old to be in stocks but didn't know any better. Now, what if you're safe money? So actually, let me go back to safe money versus investing. Investing would be defined as though that money that you are willing to put at risk. You want to make good gains on it, but you realize that it might go down. Might go down at a time when you predict it or don't predict it. You don't know. It's an investment. Okay? Make good money on it. But there's also the phenomena of savings. Savings is the money that you must preserve, that you're going to live on now or one day, and it provides your lifestyle period. And it is more important not to go backwards or lose that. Now, you don't want to make zero in savings. And this is the myth of why people don't have savings. Because the crime in America today is that Wall Street has done such a good job of seducing, of creating seductive bubbles to get all of America, or much of America, so much of America, to put all of their savings into investments. So when 2008 comes along and the investment markets crash, people's lives are ruined. Why? Because they didn't separate any savings. Now, who wants to make savings at half a percent? Well, that's not what you do. You see, because I worked in the pension field for so long, I happen to know that when you're looking at long-term pension concepts, guarantees exist in that market between 7 and 8% guaranteed growth while that money is growing before you finally pull the lever and take it as a pension. In fact, there's two main guarantees that make a pension. One is you guarantee the growth while the money is sitting there and you get a check that is predictable as a teacher who looks at his formula and says, I worked here 25 years 
probably more predictable because the state of California is not going to keep its promises. But assuming that they did, a teacher just looks at how many years they've been in service and what their salary was, and they, they go, boom, there's my check. That's what my check's going to look like, and it's got a little bit of inflation worked into it. You should have something that dependable because let me tell you, the name of the game in investing in this decade is going to be play your investments hard and rough or get out. And if you're not prepared for volatility, if you get seduced into the bubble and at the last minute, finally you're on and that bubble bursts, you're going to find out that you should have separated something into savings. Now, um, we are going to put a plan together for you that's going to show you how to do that, how to actually look at this distribution period of your life, how to separate your savings from your investments. And we do that through what we call the Retirement Roadmap. The Retirement Roadmap is a blueprint for retirement distribution. Okay? What it does is it's... And by, let me give you the phone number right now because uh, the lines are going to get full of it with people calling in for this. Now, we're doing this for no charge and no obligation. It's a two-minute call. You're going to call 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. Now... No charge, no obligation. Two-minute call with the operator. You leave uh, your contact information two times for one of our Straight Talk Wealth Advisors to call you back. They're going to call you back and ask you six basic questions just to get a snapshot of what your situation is. Now, from this, they put together what we call the Retirement Roadmap. It's a blueprint for retirement distribution. So the first thing it does, it looks at your age that you are now. Are you already retired? When do you want to retire? What lifestyle are you trying to live? And then it has a formula where it separates how much of your savings should be separated from how much of your investments. And listen, the savings on this plan lock in 7 to 8% growth per year. If you just had a 7.2% on your savings, it would double every 10 years. And I have to tell you, I've been in this business for a while. In the 1990s, I went into uh, seminars and I promised 7.2% guaranteed and everybody laughed me out of the room. Because the markets were doing 15 to 30%. But then the markets did what after the tech bubble? And they did what after the credit and real estate bubble? And they're no further ahead today on buy and hold. And the guys that took 7.2% doubled their money. Okay, so today the S&P 500 is at 1,300. Do you think, what do you think the likelihood is that it's going to break out of this channel and go to 2,600 10 years from now? Because the equivalent of that would be 7.2%, and we can guarantee it. And in 20 years, that means the Dow, the S&P would be at 5,200. Now, most boomers will be in their distribution period in the next 10 years, and pre-boomers already are. So you distribution gets ruined by volatility, hence the retirement roadmap. It's a blueprint for retirement distribution for no charge and no obligation. You call 888-882-5578, 888 888- Eight eight two five five seven eight. So it separates your savings from investments. It locks in seven to eight percent growth. There's a second guarantee, which is lifetime distribution. Once you pull that trigger, and if if that if you lived a ripe old age, which we are more and more these days, I'm reading a great book right now called Twenty Thirty, written by Albert Brooks. Uh, what a great prophetic story about the fact that people cancer gets cured by 2030. People are living too long and old people have to live in in ironclad compounds because young people resent the heck out of them for ruining the country and they won't die. 
There's too much longevity in the country. It's the bane of exi- of the of the politicians that people that the baby boomers just won't die. Well, if you do live a long life and you run out of money, one of the guarantees on the retirement roadmap is those checks will keep coming. It is like a regular pension. You don't have to worry about spending principal down to zero. There is nothing to spend down to zero. It just keeps coming. And what that does is if you, if just think about this, what if your savings in the next 10 years could actually outperform your investments? What does it mean to your actual income at retirement to have that savings that you can fall back on that has uh, in deferral doubled every 10 years? So this lets you invest with a free heart. It actually lets you take the investments, and if you lose them, your lifestyle still still maintained. The number for that is 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578. And that is going to be the solution to what the, you're going to hear about today as the problem, and that is that we've got a stock market going one way and an economy going the other, and I will purport to you and make a case today that we are looking at more bubbles in the stock market that you need to protect yourself from. Okay, here we go. This is a Wall Street Journal, 5 July, Inside the Disappointing Comeback. Two years ago, officials said the worst recession since the Great Depression ended. The stumbling recovery has also proved to be the worst since the economic disaster of the 1930s. Across a wide range of measures, unemployment unemplo- uh, growth, unemployment levels, bank lending, economic output, income growth, home prices, and household expectations for financial well-being, the economy's improvement since the recession's end in June 2009 has been the worst, or one of the worst, since the government started tracking these trends after World War II, writes John Hilsenrath and Connor Doherty in the Wall Street Journal. They continue. In some ways, the recovery is much like the 1991 and 2001 post-recession periods. All three marked are marked by gradual output growth rather than sharp snapbacks typical of earlier recoveries. But this recovery may remain lackluster for years, many economists say, because of heavy household debt, a financial system still damaged by the mortgage crisis, fragile confidence, and a government with few good options for supporting growth. Now, there are bright spots. Exports, particularly of manufactured or agricultural goods, are improving in part because of booming develop, developing country economies and the weaker dollar. So note, where there's profits being made, they're being made by emerging markets. That, I, that's my comment, by the way. Still, broader problems are holding the economy back. Banks are less able and willing to lend than before the recession. Policymakers, meanwhile, are reluctant to do more to stimulate economic growth. Likewise, fiscal stimulus, either in the form of tax cuts favored by Republicans or spending increases by Democrats, looks unlikely given large federal deficits and disappointing results of earlier efforts. So they're just this goes on. The biggest problem may be household indebtedness at the peak of the economic boom in the third quarter, uh, how high debt was versus what it is now, which is they're working it down. So the point here is that um, there's a lot of struggle still to go in the economy. Now, right next to it, in the same day, is this other article. And this article says, profits thrive in weak recovery. This is completely schizophrenic. It's completely two-headed. And it says, while the U.S. economy, also by jo- uh, John Haggerty and John Hilsenrath write, 
While the U.S. economy staggers through one of the slowest recoveries since the Great Depression, American companies are poised to report strong earnings for the second quarter, exposing a dichotomy between corporate performance and the overall health of the economy. Two years after the official end of the recession, a range of indicators show the economic recovery has been the worst or one of the worst since the government kept records. Okay, so we just saw that in the other article. Now, uh, against this backdrop, many U.S. companies are exporting to report surprisingly robust profits when second quarter earnings are announced later this month. Combined earnings of companies in the S&P 500 index are projected to rise 13.6 from a year ago for the second quarter. Uh, according to analysis, Wall Street forecasts, et cetera. Corporate profits have been much stronger than the economy in general. Now, why? Oh, then it goes on. But there are some dark clouds already on the horizon. Profit growth is expected to slow during the rest of 2011 as raw materials prices rise. The housing market stays weak and worries about the economy persist. Retail and other consumer-oriented companies are likely to continue feeling the pinch as Americans pay down and remain reluctant to spend. Now, I want to actually do a clip from the Wall Street Hub where there you can hear the reporters on this. They actually have John Hillsrath on, and he's dialoguing about that. But I want to remind you, very importantly, where we're all going with this. Because in the second half of the show, I'm going to play you something that is going to scare the dickens out of you about China. China is a huge bubble waiting to be burst. When you have communists that don't have to operate completely with free market pressures who can point their finger and say, build a metropolis there because we said so, and the government owns everything so we can pay to have that built and we can sucker our people into paying their money and create a speculative boom, then there will be trouble in the offing. The answer is make money where you will in the market, but do not overexpose yourself to the potential of another bubble. What I'm proposing to you today and what we are doing with our clients is we are separating savings from investing. We're taking a good hard look at the distribution period of retirement. And you need to be looking at this 10 to 15 years before retirement and planning what are you actually going to live on? What do you need to sustain yourself? And once you have that, you understand that. And we use the retirement roadmap. It's a blueprint for retirement distribution. If you're 10 to 15 years from retirement, call 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578. We will do one for no charge, no obligation. It separates your savings from your investments. It locks in 7 to 8% growth on your savings, substantially more than that's why people don't save is they think they can't get a rate on it, but you can get a very good rate. And what if your savings actually outperform your investments in the next 10 years? It could be substantial because you know what? They did in the last 10 years with our clients. Now, we also guarantee lifetime distribution of those funds. And the point is, it then lets you take your investment portfolio and invest with a free heart because you don't have to worry about the losses or the volatility you sustain there because you have your lifestyle being sustained from your savings, not your investments. So it really lets you rev up and get a little bit more carefree about your investments. But overall, if all your savings are sitting in the market, I got to ask you when you listen to the show today, what are you looking for for the market to go into long run? We've got our national debt. There's worldwide debt, sovereign debt, one bubble after another. The end of the baby boomer consumer that's not going to power this country's consumption anymore. The answer seems to be emerging markets, but beware. And while you're listening to this, call 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578, and order your free retirement roadmap and find out what we can guarantee for your retirement and 
ride those investments up or down or wherever they will, but sleep at night too. This recovery may not be anything to write home about, but the stock market doesn't seem to care. Coming off its strongest week in two years, the Dow is looking to maybe continue its sixth straight day of gains. Welcome to the News Hub. I'm Kelly Evans, joined on set by Barron's.com stock editor Bob O'Brien. Good morning. morning, Kelly. All right. John Hilsenrath is in Washington, uh, keeping an eye on how the recovery is doing, John. You know, we didn't just celebrate the nation's birthday this weekend. We're also celebrating the two-year anniversary uh, of yeah. this recovery. You guys do a great job in the journal today of illustrating the various ways in which it's different from the past. And unfortunately, as it seems to be the case, you know, the differences mean it's also one of the weakest uh, recoveries that we've seen. Uh, yeah, you know, dismal, I think, is one word to describe it. I would argue that it's the weakest recovery that we've seen. Uh, you know, when you consider especially where we came from, we looked at a whole range of issues from uh, household incomes to confidence and financial well-being to bank lending, uh, GDP, payrolls, all these different measures. On almost any metric that you look at, uh, it's among the worst or the worst recovery. There's a couple areas where it's doing pretty well in exports, in particular in manufacturing. The problem is that the export sector and the manufacturing sector, after a quarter century of you know really not keeping up, they're just not big enough to carry the whole economy right now. So we end up with a recovery that, at the two-year mark, is you know kind of making its case for being the worst one we've seen yet. Now, Bob, as bad as things are, you look at the market. You yeah. have the Dow Jones transport averages. Dave Kansas pointed out this morning at record highs. Right. We're coming off one of the strongest weeks that we've seen. What corporate profits, as John mentioned, have been the bright spot of this recovery. So what's going on? <laughs> uh, I, I'll give you an alternate theory, which is that, you know, American companies, especially the big ones, have spent the last 20 or 25 years investing overseas. It's caused a lot of angst at home. Uh, but the fact is they are very well positioned to take advantage of a very strong global economy right now. They are making their profits outside of the U.S. and not inside of the U.S. You know, how long is it going to take for the U.S. economy right. to get competitive with places like China and India? I actually think it's happening, but I think it's a process that's going to take five to ten years yeah. to really play out and, you know, until we really feel it back at home. The other piece is while, while American companies are booming overseas, you know, back home, American households are burdened by debt because they borrowed so much to keep up with... Uh, to keep their standard of living growing, and you know now they're trying to pay off all this borrowing. Yeah, John, if I could summarize a lot of the stories in the journal today, it would seem to come down to this weak U.S. economy, strong global economy, the S&P 500, you know, the stock market, all these are very much global indicators. They're not really just indicators of how the U.S. is doing. If you look even at where corporate profits are being sure. driven from, a lot of it is overseas. If you invest in the S&P 500, it's a great play on global growth. You know, if you look at where the revenues are coming for most of the companies on the S&P 500, you know, for, for a lot of them, it's more than half of their revenues are coming from overseas. But, you know, I think at this point, you've got to say, we're not going to get the big burst of growth that we really need to improve the job picture. John, you're not exactly waving, a, a, you know, the stars and stripes here for me, man. <laughs> but really, he's telling the truth. Okay. That is as, a, as American gonna, as listen, you can Things get. are turning around, but it's going to be a very long, <laughs> slow grind, and we just have to get used to it. All right. John Hilsenrath from Washington. Again, more details, tons of charts and all that in the journal or WSJ.com. John, thanks. Okay, you're listening to Straight Talk Wealth Radio. I'm your host, Bruce Whitey. Today's show is about 
dismal recovery equals happy days for Wall Street. And interesting there that they actually like now they're stroking Ben Bernanke for inflating the dollar so that it's cheaper against everything else around the world to stimulate this this uh, emerging market bubble. But in the second half, you're going to hear from Harry Dent about the United States demographics and why this this surge in the market is unsustainable and you're also going to hear about the china bubble so if you think the emerging markets are going to get us through i've got something to tell you there's a false economy over there as well i'm sick and tired of the false economy and the false bubbles just imagine this picture of the lemmings going off the cliff just imagine america is broke Okay, America can't go to work. And the only thing that worked for America is invest in the stock market because somehow we'll get overseas results from that. Short of creating your own business overseas, you have to buy stocks, buy stocks, buy stocks. Where is that one going if that turns out to be a bubble? Well, the fact is we can make bubbles work for you without the risk. Call 888-882-5578. Our retirement roadmap can get you up to 75% gains of the bubble and then lock in those gains against further fall off. 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. We'll be back. We'll talk about the China bubble and the American weak economy and where it all comes to a head. Wake up America. We've been duped into putting all of our savings into investments and they want every last one of us on board. Content of Straight Talk Wealth Radio is for educational purposes only. Any discussion of financial products and their features is subject to change without notice. Consult your own tax, legal, or financial advisor as to your specific situation. Tax-free benefit specialists and insurance services. California license 0E48147. You're listening to Straight Talk Wealth, heard every Sunday at 5 p.m. with your experts in all aspects of wealth accumulation, preservation, and income guaranteed to last a lifetime. And now, more Straight Talk Wealth with your host, Bruce Whitey, on 870-KRLA. Hey, welcome back to Straight Talk Wealth. Listen, I'm tired of bubbles, and I'm tired of lemmings off the cliff, and I don't want to see it happen one more time in America. And there is a very weird oddity we are talking about today that was covered in the Wall Street Journal in the week of July 5th, and this story is going to resonate, and we're going to repeat this show several times because this story is the story of America right now. Two articles side-by-side in the Wall Street Journal on July 5th. Inside the disappointing comeback, all about how this is one of the worst, slowest recoveries in the history of keeping statistics. And right next to it, an article saying profits thrive in weak recovery. Now, as we covered in the first half, what supposedly is happening is there's no money to be made in America. There's no consumer. Nobody's got money. Everybody's got debt. So America is just, it's a dead, it's a dead economy. The money and the profits that are being made are being made overseas in the emerging markets. So the story goes. And if you want to get rich, don't get it from America. Invest in the stock market because the stock market is going up to the sky. Now, listen, by the way, I have to just clear up one other myth, which is I understand we had one week where the stock market went crazy, but let's go back and look at what's actually happened in the last few weeks in the stock market. Beginning of May 2011, the S&P 500 is at 1363, and it slides to 1265, so it loses 7.1% in about 45 days. Now, June 15th is where it hits the bottom. 
June 15th to July 8th, it rises back from 1265 to 1363. So that's 6.1%. And the, the, the stunning volatility of that has got everybody in glee, but it's not back to where it was when it started sliding in May. And by the way, where we are today isn't back to where we were in 2007, and that was only where we were in 2000. So what are you seeing here? You know, they used to say that the stock market is your best long-term investment. But you know what it is now? Now the stock market is your best short-term investment. And unless you can play the stock market short-term, because it's a terrible long-term investment, you haven't made money in it in 12 years. Short-term, it's awesome. So where are you looking for the markets to go long-run? We've got a national debt we can't get out from under, and we might even, we, by the time you hear this, we might have even defaulted on it. We've got worldwide debt. We're going to hear in a little bit about what was happening about the time last month when Greece was falling apart and some very interesting uh, insights from Harry Dent. It's one bubble after another. Right now we have the end of the baby boom consumer. The baby boom bubble was the 80s and the 90s. Now the boomers aren't powering into anything, and it's going to be about 10 years before their children really pick up on the next consumption drive in the United States. Now, the answer seems to be emerging markets, but beware. It seems to be that we should just give up our jobs and all become stock traders because the stock market is just loving Loving a weak economy in America, but overseas. But you're going to hear about the biggest bubble of all of them by the end of this half hour, the China bubble. What do you do about it is is really the question you should be answering. What we do in our practice with our clients is we separate their savings from investing. Now, people have been duped in America. They've been duped into putting all investing would be the money that you're willing to have losses on. You understand there's risk. And it goes up and down, and it might be down at the time that you needed it. Oh, well, it's an investment. It does that. Savings is the money you're not willing to have losses on. Savings is the money that you need to live on. That's your lifestyle money and your nest egg, and it can't go backwards. And the problem in America is most of America is getting duped one more time into putting all of their savings into investments. And when... This bubble bursts, it'll, you know it's going to be just about the time that all the lemmings have jumped off the cliff and all of our money is back in the market because happy days are here again. How many times do we have to learn how to see, how to see a bubble in the horizon? Tech companies, sure, dot-coms, anything with a dot-com is going to make millions and millions, even if it's not profitable today, boom, the stock market rises. Oh, well, that that, that was kind of foolish. <laughs> All right, well, the, the housing market just, you know, you can get new little dirt crumb homes up to $750,000 that I guess new people are going to buy, new kids are going to buy starter homes at $750,000. We were up to that. Oh, well, that, any fool could have seen that one coming. So now what do we got? A broke America, a broke economy. But if we all invest in China, let's just get our money over to China. Now, I'm going to tell you something. India is not such a bad deal. India has lots of young people, very few old people. But China's got all old people and because their birth control constrictions. <laughs> they don't have as many young people. 
they are in an upside-down demographic, and they're building as if there's tons of new people coming into the economy, and there's not. Well, again, we'll go back into that. That's the China bubble, and that is what you're currently seeing the stock market in glee about is these emerging market profits, but they are manipulated, and they're only going to last so long. So what if your savings, what if your safe money could outperform your investments in the next 10 years? We do that generally and have done that for the last 10 years the way the market's been with what we call our retirement roadmap. It is a blueprint for retirement distribution. Now, most boomers will be in their distribution period of their life within the next 10 years, and pre-boomers already are. Distribution is a different problem than accumulation. When you're accumulating and you have losses, you can recover, and you got time to make it up. But once you're in distribution, a setback changes your lifestyle. Because you're living on a nest egg, and if the nest egg shrinks, whatever standard of living you're holding up immediately has an impact on it. Distribution gets ruined by volatility. So what if you could separate your savings from your investments, and you could get your savings locked in at 7 to 8% growth per year while they're sitting there waiting to be tapped? Now, that would mean you double your money every 10 years, and that's better than any buy-and-hold investor has done in the stock market in the last 10 years. And what if once you begin distributing that and you live off that money, there's a second guarantee that goes in, and it says, you know what? People are getting older. There's more longevity. We're going to set a formula to tell you exactly what your check's going to look like, and if your account goes to zero and there's no more money in it, we'll keep sending you a check. This is a real pension. These Pension concepts went out of vogue for corporations, but you can still get them privately. And that's what we specialize in at Straight Talk Wealth. We guarantee a lifetime income distribution and we guarantee the rates of growth. And if you think 7 to 8% is foolish and, and just not greedy enough by today's standards, then take a lesson from H. Lee Scott, the senior executive officer at Walmart, who when his client, his employees lost 35, 40% in their 401ks, he made $2.2 million in interest earnings, as reported in the Wall Street Journal about a year ago. And that was because he had an account that just earned 6.6% year after year after year. And he obviously knows something most uh, of his employees don't know because he keeps $47 million in an account that just earns 6.6% and churns and churns and churns. Now, you might think that won't get you ahead, but if you had 7.2 in the last 10 years, you would have doubled your money. The number to call to find out what that could look like for you and how that could save you from the next bubble is 888 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. It's a two-minute call. You leave your contact information with the operator two times for one of our Straight Talk Well advisors to call you back. They're going to call you back during the week, ask you six basic questions, get a snapshot of your situation, and they're going to design a retirement roadmap that does several things. One, it, it tells you what the proportion is that you should be separating your savings from investments. Two, it locks in your savings at seven to eight percent growth rates. Three, it shows you at any year you want to trigger that, what the payout is going to be, and that payout is guaranteed for the rest of your life, even if the account is spent down to zero. And what it really does is it lets you start to invest with a free heart. Because if you get caught up in a bubble or you have some other difficulties on the investment horizon, your lifestyle isn't ruined. You've set something aside that can actually make sure the foundation is there. And furthermore, quite frankly, we can make bubbles work for you without the risk. As I said, when we were leaving in the first half, our retirement roadmap can get you up to about 75% gain 
of a bubble within a year, lock in those gains and prevent any fall off or loss of the gains you've made. So that's not a bad play if you want to take advantage of the bubble. But most of us are sitting there, guy working the line at the company, and he doesn't have time to be a student of the market. The guy building his small business, and he's thinking about building his business, and he's trying to put something away. The stock market is going to eat your lunch in the next 10 years with all this volatility. And I'm going to bust the bubble in a minute here about the fact that if we just invest in China, everything will be fine. Our country will be in ragamuffins, but gosh, if all of us are in the stock market, then I guess we'll be okay because we'll be able to benefit from what China's doing. Well, that is a bubble that is going to take America down the next set of tubes. So the number to prevent that is 888-882-5578, 882 Five five seven eight. Get your retirement roadmap. It's a blueprint for retirement distribution. Get your savings separated from investment. Lock in those savings at seven to eight percent growth. Guarantee the lifetime in, uh, distribution of that, and start investing with a free heart and not worried that your life's going to get ruined. Okay, we were talking about in the Wall Street Journal that the reason the market is up is corporate profits seem to be mostly being made from emerging markets. I want to go to a, a Harry Dent on Fox News for a minute. And this is a little earlier. It's talking about the Greek debt. But I want you to hear how Harry is predicting within a couple of years where the S&P, where the Dow is going to go down to 3,800. Might be kind of radical, but let's at least listen to his theory of why he's saying that. Today in Greece, violent protests on the eve of what could be an austerity agreement tomorrow. So is the Greek crisis a warning to the United States that an economic crash could actually happen here? Our next guest warns the U.S. economy is a ticking time bomb. Harry Dent is the founder of H.S. Dent and author of the upcoming book, The Great Crash Ahead, Strategies for a World Turned Upside Down. Harry, thanks for being with us today. Now, I know you have a call on the Dow of about 3,800 right now. Just to remind everyone, the Dow is close to 12,000. Why so low? Well, you know, most bubbles go back to where they started a little lower, and this bubble in stock started in late 1994 at 3,800. So we actually have projections anywhere between 3,000 and 5,600, but 3,800 is a good target. Now, that's years from now, but the next crash we think will take us lower than the previous crash did. So, okay, so this is not a 3,800 by the end of the year is what you're saying. This no. is 5, no, no. 10, who knows how many years from now. No, no, not that many. I'd say two to three. We think the market's probably going to go sideways for a few months here with all this Greek problem and the, and the debt ceiling and all this sort of stuff. And then if we get QE3 or if the economy shows some temporary strength, we could see a rally late this year. We think 2012 to 14 is the danger zone. There's video of Greece okay, in let, the background. I know you had That's some pretty good hearing. calls, actually, on uh, gold. You thought it topped, oil topped back at the end of the first quarter. You actually told people to take money off the table. Great call then. But the notion that the emerging markets are done, I'm not sure I buy into that. I mean, sure, I understand it topped a little bit, oil topped certainly. But these economies are still growing. There's certainly still going to be a need for all the commodities. I mean, to pull them all off the table right now, I'm not sure that's the best idea, is it? Well, you know, we've created inflation around the world, partly because of growth in emerging countries, partly because of the stimulus from the Fed here. And China and India and emerging countries are having to slow. The, the world-leading index from ECRI, probably the best leading indicators in the world, say the whole global economy is going to slow in the next several months, maybe the next year. So we just see a slowdown 
and, and this stimulus continuing to fail in the United States, and, and at some point, the world looks at you like Greece and says, you know what, you're stimulating strong, the economy's barely coming back, that means growing debt and deficits, we need to raise your interest rates, and then we're forced on austerity, like Greece, we slow down and Europe continues to slow down, China slows down, then all the emerging countries that feed it with materials and energy slow down. We see a worldwide debt and demographic crisis, not just in the U.S. Slow down, I understand, but a crisis, I'm not sure. I mean, we, have, we still have economies that are emerging that need to build homes, factories, need to put people to work. We still have a need for products. And quite frankly, we have a baby boom generation that's going to get out there and start spending again. <laughs> you got to believe we're going to come out of this, too. And our young people are eventually going to find jobs. They're not going to be unemployed for the rest of their lives. Yeah. This whole thing is eventually going to turn. Yes, I, I agree with you. Eventually, the baby boomers, I disagree, baby boomers are not going to be spending. The peak in spending is age 46. They passed that in 2007, the largest numbers. They're going to start to s spend less and save even more starting in 2012. I mean, we know the demographics. Baby boomers are never going to spend as much money as they did. They're not going to buy more housing. They're going to downsize and eventually end up in nursing homes. And that's been happening in Japan now for 20 years. You've got to note, Japan didn't come back after their baby boom peaked. Okay, but then, I mean... Are we reading Greece all wrong then? Wall Street's on fire these days. We don't really seem to care about the fact that we have a debt ceiling issue. We don't seem to care that the baby boomers are going to stop spending. Really, all we seem to care about is that Greece is getting bailed out. Uh, it, it, it's called denial. When something's unacceptable, we have debt levels. We, show, we have debt over $100 trillion in this country. It's going to have to come down. The private debt is much greater than the federal debt. The entitlements, health care, Social Security are off the charts. We are going to have to deal with this debt, and, and everybody would like to pretend we can just keep kicking it down the road. If we had stronger demographics in this country, we could maybe do that. We don't. Europe doesn't, and Japan's already proven what happens when your demographics slow. You're in a long-term slowdown. Harry, you say that the Fed is checkmated, that they basically used all the bullets they have. QE3, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. So then what's the answer? Well, you know, <laughs> there, there is no good answer at this point. They've stimulated the economy. They've gotten to the point where if they are desperate enough to come up with QE3 later this year, it means that QE2 failed again. Right. So the bond rate, bond markets see more risk. If, if, if they don't do anything, we say the economy will continue to slow. And at some point, the bond markets say, Boy, we're not worried about inflation anymore. We're worried about your ability to pay off your debts and deficits. So then what's your call? QE3, and then rates go up. Does QE3 come then? I think QE3 probably does come later this year. It's going to take third quarter before people see, oh, gosh, maybe this isn't so transitory. Then they come up with QE3. But remember, when they came up with QE2, Treasury bond rates went up over a point very quickly. If that happens, it would be the death knoll for the mortgage markets and the housing, which has not come back at all. In fact, housing is still falling despite this recovery. Yeah, it sure is, although Dow 3800 3, does nothing for a president trying to get reelected. Harry Dent, thank you so much for being no. with us. Okay, you're listening to Straight Talk Wealth Radio. By the way, that was the Greek riots going on in the background you heard. Straight Talk Wealth Radio, our program today 
is about dismal recovery equals happy days for Wall Street. And the Wall Street Journal covered it early in July. It is this this is divergence between the American economy just being stuck in the muck and the, and the stock market going up. Now, the stock market's going up because people think there's a, a lot of money to be made in emerging markets. You just heard two stories about that. Now, I'm going to just tell you, we believe it's a bubble. I'm going to give you the final evidence in a minute. But the bottom line is, even though the stock market, you know, had this great week early in July, within a week went up 6.1%, that's coming back from a loss over the previous 45 days of 7.1%. So what has happened is where you used to hear that the stock market is your best long-term investment, it's a terrible long-term investment for the last 11 years. Now it's that the stock market is your best short-term investment if you can get in and out. You need to separate your investments from your savings and play your investments hard and rough or get out because that is the game that we are in. It's called volatility. Now, if your savings need to earn We can do a retirement roadmap. This is a blueprint for retirement distribution. We will do it for no charge and no obligation when you call 888-882-5578. Two-minute call. Leave your information with the operator. Two times for a Straight Talk Wealth Advisor to call you back. They'll call you back during the week. They'll get six basic questions answered. What we do on this is we devise the formula of how to separate your savings from your investments. Your investments, you need to play, as I say, hard and rough or get out. But with your savings, you can get 7 to 8% growth. And what if your safe money, the money you're going to live on for the rest of your life, could actually outperform your investments in the next 10 years? We're going to tell you what your check's going to be at any given age. We're going to guarantee that check, guarantee that the distribution will continue as long as you live, even if your account's drawn down to zero. And that's going to let you invest with a good free heart. The number for that is 888 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. We're out in about five minutes. So we are the lines are full right now. Just make the call. You've got to get in here within the next five minutes because we got to leave the studio. 888-882-5578. Let's go to the China bubble. I'm going to just get right into this story. This is a story aired on Australian TV. We're not going to be able to hear all of it. It's actually a 14-minute clip. Let me give you about four minutes of it. It is about the ghost cities that are being built in China. And if that is where we're making all of our money in the stock market right now, God help us when that bubble bursts. One remarkable piece of economic news barely rated a mention this week. China surpassed the United States as the world's leading manufacturer. It's hard to grasp the magnitude and speed of China's economic transformation. However, things may not be as rosy as they seem. It's estimated that 10 new cities are being built every year. A sign of future growth or just another bubble waiting to burst? Adrian Brown reports. These are satellite images of one of China's newest cities. A sprawling urban centre, complete with public buildings, hotels and apartment blocks. And this is the view from the ground. Nobody's in the street. 11 a.m. on a Thursday morning and Zhengzhou CBD is deserted. Huge metropolis. Shops unoccupied, hundreds of apartments uninhabited. All the shops in this mall are empty. 
Not that that worries the government, because they're simply more concerned with maintaining economic growth. And one way of achieving that is building cities like this one. The big question, though, is how much longer all these shops and properties can remain vacant. It's but like the Galleria. The construction of this metropolis goes on. Describing the pictures for you. And here, in the southern city of Dongguan, yet another example. Just this another mall, is the another South empty China mall. mall. Toy shop owner Tianyao Gao is doing his best to keep his spirits up. But it's already after 2 p.m. and he's yet to serve a single customer. Do you get very lonely in here? He's saying something optimistic here. Oh, maybe it'll come better. But then slow days are what he's used to. When was the last time you sold something? He says yesterday he sold one toy. Sometimes he goes several days without a sale. His shop is a rare sight in the Great Mall. The majority of this vast shopping center remains as empty as it did when it opened six years ago. It's rare because it's actually a store that's inhabited versus all the uninhabited ones. Back then, developers boasted that it would become the world's biggest shopping mall. With plans for 1,500 shops that would attract 70,000 shoppers a day, the mall was heralded by the New York Times as proof of China's astonishing new consumer culture. Can you say emerging but market today, bubble? The not-so-great mall of China, as it's now known, is a glaring indication that this consumer culture has been grossly overestimated. A gondola ride through the mall lasts 20 minutes and takes you past an unsettling and almost unending vista of emptiness. Okay, I got to cut it off. We're running out of time. I'm going to post that on our website. The entire thing is 14 minutes long. An amazing documentary. But the, here's the point in all of this. We have a total dichotomy going on in this country. The people in the country can't find work, and the stock market is going to the sky. And that's because people are anticipating that companies can make profits overseas, and those profits are driving the stock market, as you heard today. But you're also hearing there is a bubble overseas. The point is, what do you do? You separate your savings from your investment and realize stock market is short-term gains these days. It's no longer long-term gains. Play the stock market hard and rough or get out. You get out with savings, the money you're not willing to have losses on. You call 888-882-5578. We'll tell you how to get 7 to 8% growth guaranteed on those savings. This is the Retirement Roadmap. It's a blueprint for retirement distribution. Guarantee lifetime distribution of those funds. Let you invest with a good free heart. 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. We'll see you next week. Go to our website, straighttalkwealth.com.